And we are live, I think. How is it going, everybody? It is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Standard Time here in Los Angeles. When does Daylight Savings Time begin again? Um, March? At the end of, is it the end of winter? Or just before the end of winter? I was bashing Commie Nonsense Network about saying we're more than halfway through winter. That's not true. It's a lie. Very fake news. <laughs> it's not important. There was a crazy, um, there was another crazy Asian shooting up in NorCal. Is that NorCal? I think it's NorCal. Um, just yesterday I heard at a nursery. I'm like, nursery? Kids? But no, it's a farm. It was a mushroom farm. Can you blame the guy? Ugh. Mushrooms. So weird. Um, but in Half Moon Bay, California. I was in Half Moon Bay with Mikey Paredes, my, uh, former cross-country teammate, my friend, whom, who got killed by that Mexican in El Monte, California. He was a cop. Uh... Half Moon Bay, we ran over there. Instead of doing Stanford Invitational one time for high school cross country, we went to Half Moon Bay, and it was a fun thing. I I won the JV race. (laughs) JV, junior varsity. I was a junior. Uh, We had a good team. We had a pretty strong team at that point. Uh, The gays are volunteering at church, and this phony pastor is all thinking, ooh, if it was all gays, we would be overrun with, and if the straights were as volunteering as the gays, we would have a backlog on uh, volunteering. So I'm going to share that. There is this, uh, there's this story of a, of a murder of a wo- mother, and then the daughter forgave the murderer, a black, a teenager, a teen. And then like 23 years later, it's a, kind of an old story, I gather. 23 years later... She got killed by the same guy. Because she helped him. <laughs> Women. She became a Buddhist. Suckers. Uh, and that I want to tell you a little bit about that Fox News meteorologist who got attacked on the subway by uh, teens. Let's call them teens. Those teenagers. Young people. It's always the young people. <laughs> to quote the... Elijah Schaefer said that. And I have a flashback story of uh, certain people setting other certain people on fire. And I'll keep it light because last time I think my video got censored when I covered this uh, little, um, what would you call it, anthology of, of blacks setting whites on fire. Crazy. And Buzz Aldrin got married at 93. It's, that happened on Friday. All that and your calls, if you would like to call in. But anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La, la, la. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La, la, la. Hey, guys! La, la, la. So, 
How are you guys doing? I, I'm fine. I'm wearing my Stretch Armstrong t-shirt. Am I sitting low in my chair? I, I noticed that some of the old videos, is like way up here. I'm using his studio. I'm on his network. And uh, I'm adjusting the chair because I'm not using his chair. But yeah, I'm wearing my Stretch Armstrong t-shirt. It's a, it's a band, Christian hardcore band. Are they hardcore? Anybody know? Stretch Armstrong, South Carolina. And it has an eagle. It's a black t-shirt. It has, I like the color. Colors. It's like a tan or off-white or cream. And then it has this blue and this reddish. But it's sort of a neutral color. And the orange beak of the eagle thing. Bald eagle. Based bald eagles. Or no. So shout out to Stretch Armstrong. I wonder if they would disavow the Hake report. That's okay. Because we're forgiving people, we whites. Maybe not in the right way. (laughs) Terrible. Let's dive right into this stuff. I have some cool music to share with you, too. Don't you guys love David Meese? He's so awesome. (laughs) I think so. Anyway, I will get to your calls. Let's jump right into this. Another crazy shooting. Can you believe it? Uh, KTVU is a liberal local news outlet um, related to Fox. They're a Fox branch, I guess, or Fox affiliate, KTVU2, Fox 2, up in San Fran area. Half Moon Bay, California, seven people were killed in a pair of shootings. Lots of violence cover, lots of violent stories to cover today. I disavow violence and anger over violence. And covering violence is not incitement to violence, Twitter. They accused me of incitement to violence because I said blacks kill more than twice as many whites as vice versa every year. I'm still sour grapes over it six years later. The suspected shooter, 67-year-old Chun-Li. Not that Chun-Li. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. But you... Anyway, anybody play Street Fighter? I got to play it sometimes when I went to my friend's house. Chun-Li Zhao Zhao, of Half Moon Bay turned himself in. And I saw the cops uh, with their guns trained on him, three cops. And then they pulled him, yanked him down to the ground, put their knee on him. Whoa, unnecessary roughness. I mean, that's not what it's called. Police brutality. (laughs) Shaking my head. Uh, Excessive force. He turned himself in at the sheriff's sheriff's department substation where he was taken into custody around 4.40 p.m. Well, good for him. He didn't do a murder-suicide thing. Those suckers doing murder-suicide because they they dread what comes next or something, I guess. Satan tells him to, to suicide after the murder. I don't think, I don't, I don't agree with that. The guy who killed my friend, he did a murder-suicide cop killer. Killed two, kill, two, killed two cops. Uh, I, I don't agree with that. The sa- don't commit suicide, murderers. The sa- I don't think they should do it. The San Mateo County Sheriff's Office said that. Witness took video of his takedown arrest. Oh, yeah, that's what I saw on Fox News. As detectives had him lay on the ground in the parking lot, placed his hands behind his back. Must have been pretty fit because he didn't be like, oh, my back. Maybe he did. I just didn't hear it. What a tragedy to see these innocent people 
to lose their lives, said Sheriff San Mateo County Sheriff Christina. That's a woman's name, Corpus. He worked at one of the agricultural facilities, maybe. Which is, you know, the farm. It was a, it was a mushroom farm, also not known as a nursery. Half Moon Bay Mayor Joaquin Jimenez. Nice American name. I don't know. Some of the Hispanics date back uh, to the early days. Some of them were maybe even pro-American. Uh, said the victims included Chinese and Latino, Latino farm workers. Some lived at one of the facilities and children may have witnessed the shooting. Uh, semi-automatic handgun. Hey, uh, <laughs> what, what did the other... What did the L.A. Sh- sheriff guy call it or something like that? Se- semi-automatic uh, magazine-fed assault pistol. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, assault handgun. I don't know. I forget what it was. But anyway, that's funny. Uh, funny in the midst of the tragedy. We can find humor. One of the crime scenes at a mushroom farm in San Mateo Road. Man, Half Moon Bay was pretty. <sighs> this guy looked kind of tough. Let me just drag in a screenshot for you guys. Uh, Chun Li Zhao, Zhao, the alleged gunman who turned himself in. Three more victims. Okay, so authorities said four victims were found dead at the scene and a fifth taken to Stanford Medical Center with life-threatening injuries shortly after. Three more victims found dead at a second crime scene at another mushroom farm on Cabrillo Cabrillo Highway, a mile from the first crime scene. Maroon SUV was the the driver's getaway vehicle. License plate set off a manhunt. So, and this was kind of broad daylight. Well, it was before 5 p.m. anyway. Trippy stuff, huh? So I'm dragging in the guy's mugshot. The, old, the 72-year-old guy was a little bit more frail, the one who was shooting down here in Monterey Park, right, right there somewhere. Oops. Uh, yeah, doesn't that guy look a little bit tough? Kind of a thick-faced, square-faced man. Why'd you do that, man? Why? Why? So weird, huh? So strange. I wonder how, how premeditated it was. What's, what's in his mind? I wonder if he's a Christian. Kind of doubt it, but it's certainly not a Christian thing to do. And is it, does it have, does it have anything to do with all this, uh, this, uh, Chinese New Year stuff? Terrible. I was shocked to hear another Asian shooting and doing another mass shooting. Crazy. JLP was saying that there was another, oh yeah, the church shooting. Around here somewhere. Was it around here? That was, took place a year ago, right around the same time as another mass shooting that was a bigger story. Orange County. Oh, yeah, Orange County at a Korean church. Orange County, California, not, not Florida. 
And then, of course, how can we all, how can any of us forget the Virginia Tech shooter? The guy, you know, the stressed out, I think he was stressed out. Most of them are. Uh, college student guy over in Virginia, state of Virginia. He did these, he did like a photo shoot of himself, like holding guns, looking, looking tough. <laughs> they did that to my, after that happened, I'm laughing, but it's not funny. It was funny. My buddy, who is also Chinese, uh, showed up to work, and he didn't know about the story. And his work buddies, they're government workers, right, so they can mess around. They're like, hey, uh, I'll call him Wong. Hey, Wong, turn your hat backwards. So he turned his hat backwards, and then do this. (laughs) And they all started laughing. And then later he saw the news, and he's like, oh, my gosh, terrible. Crazy. The triads have retaliated. Probably Buddhist, says Jake N35. I'll tell you about the Buddhists. A white Buddhist woman. I don't know if she's like a normal white, but she was forgiving. Too quick to quote-unquote forgive. Terrible. Nick, the producer of the radio show, JLP radio show, says that that Orange County one just last year or so said it was a Taiwanese Presbyterian church. The shooter was David Cho, Cho Chow. Terrible. Anyway, that's a crazy story. What's going on? Are the Asians getting triggered or... No pun intended. Or what? Boomers. Boomer Asians. I guess all that pent-up rage finally boils over because when they're young, they're, they're told to behave. I know some young, wild... I knew some young, wild Asians when I was a kid. They were basically like the Mexican uh, gang members, some of them. They were friends with the Mexican gang members. Wa Ching would target their, target their own Asians when I was a kid. I think that's the name of their, their group. I hope I don't get targeted for mentioning their name. Their gang. But I don't know. I don't get it. Is What's with the year of the water rabbit? Is it the year of the water rabbit? Anyway. That's enough speculation for the whole day. Um, let me cover the, these, the Christians before I get back before I get to calls, back to calls. Before I get to calls, hang tight, callers. The uh, gays are volunteering at church, according to one pastor guy. I got this from a Twitter user named Adam Page eighty five, who says, "What? What on earth? Let this be a lesson. Much evil, evil can be done against you, others, and your church, under the banner of evangelism." And he shares this video of this male named Andy Stanley, who's, I guess, a pastor, an author, Christian guy, nicey-nice type of Christian guy, at Drive Conference 2022 at North Point Community Church. Where is North Point Community Church? And it's one of this skinny, nicey-nice Christian guys. In Georgia, Andy Stanley, founded in 1995, He's written a bunch of books, 64 years old, and he's married to a 
this one woman, and they they're promoting some book called Parenting, and I'll play that for I'll play that in a second. Five hundred seventy three point five thousand followers on Twitter. I wonder how much action he gets though, because a lot of people have a lot of followers on Twitter, and then they don't get much engagement. I wonder how much engagement he has. Anyway, this is Andy Stanley, clip fourteen. Here he is talking about. Uh, straight Christians need to be nicer to the gays and more understanding. The gays are better Christians than the straights in terms of uh, volunteering at church. And what good is volunteering at church, depending on what the church is up to, depending on what you're up to. But anyway, here's the, and the gays, aren't they disproportionately more well-to-do? He's in, where's, where's this North Point? Alpharetta, Georgia. A suburb of Atlanta. Okay. All right. Atlanta, one of the gay capitals of, of the world. Right? Okay, so here is uh, the clip. Uh, it's about two minutes long. Enjoy or not. Here's Andy Stanley, everybody, at a Christian conference giving his little talk. Listen to this. Figure out how to get straight people as excited about serving and engaging as the gay men and women I know, we would have a volunteer backlog. That's my experience in our churches. Well, I, I'm a gay person, I'll just read it to you. A gay person, when I say gay men and women, okay, a gay person who still wants to attend church after the way the church has treated the gay community, I'm telling you, they have more faith than I do. They have more faith than a lot of you. A gay person who knows, you know what? I might not be accepted here, but I'm gonna try it anyway. Have you ever done that as a straight person? Where do you go that you're not sure you're gonna be accepted and you go over and over and over and over? Only your in-law's house. That's the only place you go where you know Uh you're not completely accepted, but you go over and over and over and it's because you have to. But other than the in-laws, what environment do you continue to step foot in knowing at any moment you may feel ostracized? No place. I'm telling you, the gay men and women who grew up in church and the gay men and women who've come to faith in Christ as adults who want to participate in our church. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I know First Corinthians 6 and I know Leviticus and I know Romans 1. It's so interesting to talk about all that stuff, but just, oh my goodness, a gay man or woman who wants to worship their heavenly father. Uh who did not answer the cry of their heart when they were 12 and 13 and 14 and 15. God said no, and they still love God. We have some things to learn from a group of men and women who love Jesus that much and who wanna worship with us. And I know the verses, I know the clobber passages, right? Clobber passages. We gotta figure this out. And you know what? I think you are. I think you are. After he just bashed, pretended to bash them for saying, you guys, they have more faith than you. <laughs> he called them the gay community. What type of person? Nick says, money, money. <laughs> yeah, kissing up does, does help with that, doesn't it? You think that guy's, you think this person is motivated by money? No. Could it be? Where are his legs, asks CLC. Why is he dressed like Klaus Schwab? Is he? This guy, what kind of church is this person running, this male, running, that 
the gays are more into it than the normal people. Probably because the so-called normal people are not that normal. You hear this guy's voice. It doesn't seem... I know he's a male, but when he talks, it's not masculine. It's kind of typical preacher talk sort of tone of voice. But isn't that more of a sign of what his church is like? And then the place where he is, because he's in a suburb of Atlanta. And he's all nicey-nicey. Of course, no, no sensible straights are going to be going to that church. Not that many, anyway. They still love God. They love Jesus. How does he figure? Doesn't the Bible say about, oh, I could surrender all I have to the poor, and I could... I could have all knowledge, and if I have no love, it's nothing. So he, how does he figure that the, the volunteering is love? It's not love. Gay community. It's not a community. And they, they dismiss the, what the Bible says about the gays as, or they don't even, the Bible doesn't even talk about it as an identity. It talks about the, the perversion. These people turned it into an identity, a false identity. And this guy is going along with that false identity of gay women, men and women. Money is exactly right, says Sion. You people, you guys are so suspicious of people thinking that their motivation is always money. <laughs> Maybe it is. It totally could be. <laughs> Nick's, I'm so cynical, he says. It may well be. But it's, also, it's more than just that. It's like weakness, kissing up type of mentality. They dismiss what the Bible says is clobber passages. Clobber passages. Uh, what you need to do is not do away and ignore the clobber, the so-called clobber passages that say it's, a, it's an abomination and stuff. And they will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. But also use the real clobber passages on all the phony Christians who also worry, or also gossip, or also, uh, whatever, don't have any love, be, uh, get into being angry, need to use those clobber passages about them, about anyone who sins, has, doesn't know God, that type of stuff. <laughs> uh, I'm chuckling because Rusty said something that I will not repeat. He said, get that gay boop out of here, Jesus Christ. Pretending that Jesus said that. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, maybe he, if it is motivated by money, maybe Jesus would turn, be turning over the, the uh, gay volunteer tables. <laughs> uh, but the solution is aim for more perfection, not less perfection. Surik says, like, isn't homosexuality just a fetish if you really smoke on it? When you really smoke on it? Yeah, it's a perversion. It's a, uh, and there are more than one way, there's more than one way to be perverted. I agree, Surik. Surik. Duh. It was almost as hard to listen to him as some of the women that I've played. Maybe harder. Maybe more, more uh, repulsive, because he's. But I'm so used to hearing this 
nice sounding fake earnest Christian talk. You guys want to hear more from him? Uh, well, too bad. I'm going to show you more. <laughs> but uh, one thing is Scooter Downey, who's a guy who's been on Tucker Carlson. I don't know if JLP has talked to him yet, but Scooter Downey is this guy who said what Mr. Stanley, I guess this guy's name is Andy Stanley, fails to appreciate, among other things, is that many people volunteer in the church primarily to subvert it. And isn't that the case? Primarily to subvert it. Do you think that happens? That doesn't happen, does it? Gays volunteering just to subvert the church? Yes. Just like some very unchristian people get into different places, institutions, and subvert it. Aren't there things called interfaith stuff? Interfaith, that means that's when the Jews and the Mormons and the Christians, liberals mostly, and nicey-nice, supposedly conservative ones, and the Muslims and the Buddhists all come together and others and have a little politician phony thing, pretending unity. Gross. Gross in many ways. And uh, somebody in the replies to this guy whose name is Adam Page 85, who was criticizing this Andy Stanley pastor guy, said that, uh, so what, gays shouldn't be coming to church? That's not what, he's, that's not what anybody's saying. If they want to be coming, they'd, they can be coming to church. Nobody said that. But this guy's kissing up to them like they're like they love Jesus. And he's kissing up to the people for saying that what was this? There was a I might have taken a screenshot of this. Uh let's see here. I have so much mess. This pro gay pastor. Here it is. If I can zoom in on this. The faith of the next generation is worth number three. This is his this is the guy's. He has a little PowerPoint. You know those Christians in their PowerPoint, so-called Christians. Leading our churches to acknowledge there are gay people, not just straight people, with a sin problem. What? What does that even mean? Thank you, Hassan. Nice. Whatever that means, man. So anyway, here's more from this guy. He wrote a book called Parenting. And he has like three little kids. I don't know how little they really are. Here's his book on parenting, and then I will get to calls and stuff. Uh, maybe one of these days, Sandra will stick to the script. Here he is with his wife, who's mildly attractive. I wonder if, how much they really like each other. <laughs> I wonder if he's annoyed with her. She's annoyed with him. But anyway, they have a parenting with a little puzzle piece motif on the front cover of the book that they co-wrote, I guess, together. Listen to this clip 15. Uh, here's him and his wife. Just to show you more, a little bit more about what he's like. So genuine. Here it is. 
Hi, everybody. Andy and Sandra here to tell you about our brand new book, Parenting, Getting It Right. Yep. And we are not the only ones excited about our new book. That's exactly right. Listen to what Craig Groeschel says about our brand new book. When we, when he and Amy, when we hit a wall with one of our kids, we called the Stanleys Mm -hmm. for advice. Yep. Their parenting was... Allie Stanley Cooney, our daughter, says, I love this book. Primarily uh, because all the negative illustrations are about my brothers. Yeah. It's funny. Well, he looks And then mad. Garrett Stanley says, my parents are great at parenting. They are he's not so great at coming up with marketable book titles. He ought to know. He's in marketing. But that's not actually what and, yeah. and then Andrew Stanley says, my parents are attempting to profit is from he pretending my mistakes. To be annoyed? So it is only fair that I would profit from theirs. He's a comedian. Uh, okay, but, so, but people need to know you taped those on the back of your book. Those aren't actually book book endorsements. Let me let me do this one. Is this a skit? This is so good. Yeah. Again, Craig says, when we hit a wall with one of our kids, uh, we call the Stanleys for advice. Their parenting wisdom gave us clarity and the courage to stay the course. Mm -hmm. Regardless of the age of your children, you will benefit Uh, from their insight, experience, and wisdom. We highly recommend this. this book. So you know, the Groeschels have like <laughs> twice as many children as we have. They do. Maybe they should write a parenting book. They should. Yeah. yeah. Or we could just have more children. We can't. Um, so pick up your copy of Parenting, Whoa. Getting It Right, wherever books are sold. Yeah. You know, Isn't that such a happy couple? still recording. I think they're pretending to have tension, but it just, just it comes off as they do have tension. Anyway, it wasn't that cute. They have nicey-nice boomer jokes, says Animus. Real pros. Cringe, Hake. I know, I feel bad for just for playing that. Uh, somebody said, after the church, uh, the young lady sang in church with Jesse Lee Peterson, somebody's all, oh, good. I'm so glad that I don't have secondhand embarrassment. <laughs> but we, I'm experiencing secondhand embarrassment. Mildly attractive. Yeah, she's she's pretty. Pretty old, but pretty. He sounds like a real jerk, especially to his wife. This is yeah. stalled century. Yeah, true. Uh, we, need, we need some alpha energy in here. Let's get to Art in Ohio on the line. Been on hold for quite some time. How you doing, Art? Hey, hey how you doing, buddy? Doing fine. Thank you, man. All right, man. All praise to our, our Father God, man, Creator, Heaven, Earth. Uh, and, uh, we I need him. Huh? I said we need him. Need him. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is the uh, home of the free and the home of the brave and whatnot. And, uh, God bless America. And we rolling with the red, white, blue. And we're going to stay true. Now, uh, first thing first, hey, hey, baby, baby. Baby, baby. Uh, let me ask you, are you ready for this? Are you ready for your daily doses of the Negro Domus at hand? The Negro Domus? Like, n- yeah. like Nostradamus? Nos- yeah. How do you say N- it? Nostradamus. Nostradamus. I'm like, I'm, Nostradamus. Yeah, I'm like, Nostradamus. I'm, like, I'm, like a, I'm like an offspring of Nostradamus. But I'm nice. You can call me ne- Negro Domus. So, yeah. <laughs> right on. With, that, with, with the afro. Shout out to Jesse Lee Peterson, too. Yeah. Uh, first thing first, where's me, uh, all the art baby baby from Ohio that said that uh, after a lot of this lockdown and this shutdown and all this stuff, this agenda that they the politicians and the courts 
and the uh, edge been pushing or whatnot that you gonna have a lot of school shootings, mass shootings, crime was gonna go up. Wasn't, wasn't that already on baby? You might have said I, something to that effect. I think that you may well have. Okay. After okay. after well, what after 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 what that stuff would go up after. Oh, after the after the shutdowns and uh, all this stuff that they've been pushing or whatnot, people ain't getting justice or whatnot. Uh, two plus three is seven. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I don't. And that, uh, my lady AOC allegedly told me that. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> that's funny. So your 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 weekly Nostradamus already are baby baby. Didn't he tell you that uh, Antifa and BLM had some? Uh, they had some rich people that were in in the in their uh, in their groups or whatnot, and then some politicians and some people's judges, and, uh, kids that were running around in that. That's why they were classifying them as a terrorist group. Say that again. I said, I said BLM or whatnot, and Antifa. I said this a while ago. When I was on Jesse Lee Peterson's or your show, I said the reason why they ain't classifying both of them as a terrorist group is because a lot of them groups got a lot of these rich white kids in those groups. Or whatnot. They, their parents are rich or yeah. their parents are ju- judges or politicians or whatnot, and that's why they ain't uh, been uh, classified them as terrorists or whatnot. And Lord hope, behold hope, there's a female Democrat son that was arrested down there in Atlanta for participating with the Antifa, and I was, if I'm mistaken, I'm pretty sure that ain't the first one that, that, that was found out to be uh, running around with Antifa. Or when I think it was one like about eight months ago that they found out that was running around with them too. So I think this might be the, if I'm mistaken, the second one they don't found is their parents is a politician and they run around with uh, Antifa. I remember okay. seeing, I just, yesterday, I think I saw a headline to that effect about another liberal politician, uh, Child, so-called child, usually a grown right. adult, sometimes a grown adult, sometimes not, participating in these insurrections against yeah. America, against white people, against what's right. Terrible. Uh-huh. And you know what? Yeah. There's, well, there's been some full-blown, there's been some full-blown college professors who are Antifa members, supporters. Oh. Radicals. What? Oh, yeah. Hey, don't. So, hey, uh-huh. what? Are you serious? <laughs> and, 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 it's funny because you're you're pretending to be surprised, but yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Uh, you know what? Like the whole establishment is on their side. You yeah. know, like Chris Cuomo, based Chris Cuomo, formerly of Common Nonsense Network. Now he's on News Nation, I think. He said yeah. that they're against racism, they're against fascism, uh-huh. the the Antifa people. So they're on the side of what's right. It may not be good for them to be punching people. But they're against yeah. racism. That's a good thing. Stupid, yeah. huh? So evil. Yeah. yeah. Hold up now. Calm down. Calm yeah, down. Yeah, I know. Hey, 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 I shouldn't be saying hey, stupid. Hey, hold up. It's just RDR, baby. You're getting all worked up. Now, I fix know. Your hair, hey. Fix your hair. Fix your hair. Do you want me to right. give you the rest now? Go Are ahead. You ready for me to give you the rest? Yes. Okay. Wasn't it your, your weekly Nostradamus, RDR, baby, from Ohio? Didn't he say that? It was a while ago, uh, it was about a year ago, maybe nine, yeah, about a year ago, probably about a year and a little bit of change ago. I said, well, hey, it doesn't make any sense that they saying that all these numbers of COVID people are with, not these numbers are so high. And I said, Artie Art Baby and his alpha genes, he's been running around Ohio with no mask on, touching money, interacting in all in these people's face. 
And I said, well, hold up. I ain't got it. So that ain't, them numbers ain't adding up because if it was all as bad as what they were saying, RDR baby from Ohio should have got the COVID-19. So uh, just recently, like yesterday, when I've been seeing something where they were saying 90% of the numbers that they was putting out there was inflated numbers, that it wasn't true. They were just saying that there was COVID. I seen that on uh I seen that on a YouTube channel or whatnot, and these are from like well published, probably liberal, liberal, uh, liberal fashion uh, news places or whatnot. Yeah, so, uh, I can believe I can believe like, that. Huh? Yeah. 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 Well, you know, you know, we got common sense over here, whatnot. Right. And uh, two and two plus two is eight. <laughs> so, uh, wasn't it your uh, weekly Negro Donald's RDR baby from Ohio that said that? Uh, I said this about four years ago, maybe three years ago, on Jesse Lee Peterson show and the Hake and Hake Never Fake show. I said that uh, we're going to end up going to war with uh, Russia or either China, and we're going to have a civil war over here in America. Well, I just seen something, which ain't surprising, this yesterday where they said that Russia has a, a nuclear ship off the coast of Washington, D.C. Now, uh... I'm thinking that they uh being strategic or whatnot, but this is something that can turn into something serious or whatnot. You know, uh, then the news ain't talking about it. They're trying to sweep it under the rug or whatnot. But uh, this is, uh, we in some real serious times or whatnot, and you got a whole bunch of these liberals or whatnot. They don't know what they're talking about, what they're doing, and they're putting American people in uh, danger or whatnot. And, yeah, we are at war with them or whatnot, but... uh. I'm not mad at Putin, you know, and I roll with America, and I'm American. I love America, but, uh, yeah, just like I said, and I stand on it. I'm not mad at Putin because he has to do what he has to do. And uh, You play like a duck, and you're going to get trucked. You know what I mean? I want to <laughs> say the F word, but I'm going to have respect for yourself. You play like a duck, you're going to get trucked, but just take the truck out and put the, the F in you get when You know what I'm saying. I, I'm well, catching uh, on. Sorry, kids. Yeah, well... Uh, <laughs> American, American, uh, American, yeah, we are going to be uh, in a civil war, we're not. Uh, you just only got to look at the border and a lot of stuff is boiling over right here with the American citizens, and it's only a matter of time. But that's all I have for the predictions and whatnot. And I want to ask you if you've seen that little story where them two gay dudes had two kids that they were uh, yeah. uh, molesting and they were prostituting them out. I want to put that out there. Two white gentlemen had uh, two kids they adopted, and they were molesting them and prostituting them out. I saw, I think I came across that story on Twitter. It was so disturbing and disgusting that I couldn't even cover it. Like, the the photograph, there was a photograph of these two gays, guys, so-called gays, who are, like, holding each other's knee, sitting next to each Mm -hmm. other on a couch, and then they had their two little boys, whom I guess they had adopted, like I gathered from the photograph, and then later I see these two, like, mug shots of these two guys, and I purportedly have the same guys, because they're not smiling anymore, you don't recognize them, but, uh, because they were, and that's what the story was, what they, was they were, uh, kind of pimping, pimping out, molesting and pimping out their own, uh, adoptive children, so they weren't not related to them by blood, did you, do you happen to know? No, it was, a, it was adopted, yeah. Wow. You know, it's well, so, uh, it's, well. that's, more common than the than the gays, the, the gay agenda people want mm-hmm. to admit. You know, there's lesbians. Yeah. There's been lesbians who've killed their children. Remember, they yeah. there was two who supported Black Lives Matter, two supposedly white lesbians or something, who mm-hmm. drove mm-hmm. their black kids off a cliff. 
Yeah, I, mean, I, you know, I remember that or whatnot, and I yeah. ain't too surprised or whatnot. You know we ain't surprised. We know what's going on, but uh, God, uh, the truth don't stand when the world on fire, and God don't like ugly, so I'm just bringing that to your attention and uh, my fellow chat members or whatnot, the, the best chat on this side of heaven or whatnot. Yeah. Jesse Lee Peterson got the good, best chat, and uh, Hakey Hake, never fake, got the uh, best chat. Not as well, That's all I wanted to say, keep everybody up on their uh, toes or whatnot. I love everybody, and you have a good day or whatnot. Keep keep up the good work, big dog. Well, I appreciate it, Art. Appre- that's very yeah. kind of you to say. Take care, man. And shout out to your producers, and we still rolling with Trump. Indeed. Take care, man. Yes, sir. Yep. <sighs> M.R. Jennings, and I disavow this statement. M.R. Jennings, I don't know if I'm supposed to disavow this statement. I feel like you can't. You can say less and less. Says gays shouldn't be allowed to adopt. I mean, I agree. the The ideal is children want their parents. These dumb. Okay, they're not dumb. These misguided. Uh, is that better, kids? Parents. These misguided pro-abortion people accuse the. Anti-abortion people. I'll play along. I'll I'll not call them pro-life. I'll call them anti-abortion. Right? The anti-abortion people. Well, are you gonna adopt the kids? You only you're only pro-birth. You're not pro-life because after they're born, you just want to leave them be. Well, yeah, because they're not our responsibility. It's the mother's responsibility and the father's, not ours. Duh. We're not supposed to take care of your kids. Uh, or or the uh, wannabe um, child baby unborn baby killer mama's kids. That's her responsibility. Stupid. Sorry, kids. I couldn't help it. <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard me. I said it kind of quiet. I said stupid. <laughs> that kind of takes me back to like grade school days. Don't say that. <laughs> Get in trouble for calling each other stupid. On the playground or whatever. Or in class, underneath your breath. Stupid. Don't say, don't do that, kids. Homeschool kids. (laughs) Anyway, it's so wrong. But yeah, I don't think they should be adopting. But Charlie Kirk does, or he pretended to. He probably does. Charlie Kirk, whom I like. He's a TPUSA guy. Con Inc., they call them. Conservative Inc. You know, because big, big time, uh... Not tough on the social issues. He's a Christian. He doesn't agree with same-sex marriage personally. But I think you guys should be able to do it and adopt whatever. And that's what he told Dave Rubin, who's not a Christian, I don't think. Dave Rubin? (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's the real Mr. Matt. Estupido. (laughs) Estupido. Don't say it. We don't cuss in Spanish. It's not cussing, but it's just not nice. (laughs) <laughs> Charlie Jerk, not Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk is a fraud, says Scott. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Many, many of us are. We got to really become real. That's why, partly why we lose. I have more calls to get to. But since I'm on the top, on the kick of reading chat, let me read some super chats. How about... Over on Streamlabs.com slash The Hake Report, conspiracy underscore analyst. Conspiracy analyst. Nice. Uh, Gave a super chat. Three bucks. Appreciate it. 
I appreciate that more than the one dollar. Although I appreciate the one dollar too, even though I only get forty eight cents out of it. <laughs> Conspiracy analyst says Biden docs. You know the classified documents. <laughs> guys make fun of me sounding like Yoda. I'm trying to talk. You know what I'm saying. Biden docs are a distraction timed to eliminate both him and Trump. Known about for a while, the first raid Trump discovered Biden's after midterms. Create the public idea that keeping classified documents violates the Espionage Act. Rhinos want to bar Trump from running. Yeah, 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 they do. Was that obnoxious? Was that obnoxious? And the rhinos run the Republican Party. If by rhino we mean people who don't believe in God, who don't believe in country, who don't believe in family, who don't believe in morality... Ruben is not a Christian, Hake. You know that. <laughs> I know. I like to play dumb sometimes because we don't bash the Jews here on the Hake Report. Johnny Bender. <laughs> yeah, Dave Rubin, he's gay. He thinks. He's all into that mess, right? David and David. Ugh. And he's definitely not a Christian. But anyway, uh, yeah. Very interesting conspiracy analysis, conspiracy analyst. I think you may be right. I'm all talking, all high-pitched. Phony, sleepy Joe Biden has lost his power. (laughs) Did he ever have any? But he had more, at least, physical power, and now he's feeble. Terrible. Birdie-bound Brian gave a super chat a fiver. Says, whoa, unnecessary roughness. (laughs) Laughing emoji with the tears coming out. Laughing so hard he's crying. Twice. Two emojis. Unnecessary roughness. Talking about, I don't have it on my show. I don't have the clip. But I saw it on Fox News. If you go and check it out, you see this uh, Asian Chun-Li. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. I couldn't help it. I know it didn't come off well. Cringe. Um, Chun-Li Zhao, who allegedly shot and killed seven people in a mass shooting across two nurseries, mushroom farms. He turned himself in and the cops pulled him down on the ground real fast. Faster than a 67-year-old might want to be pulled down. Not that anybody really wants to be pulled down, but younger whippersnappers... Younger whippersnappers can handle it. And maybe that guy's kind of fit, physically fit, not spiritually, mentally, because that's that's wrong if he killed the people. I'm going to talk about black-on-white crime and forgiveness in a second. Well, when I say second, probably at the beginning of next hour. I got some calls to get to. Let me talk to Thomas out of Oklahoma, who's on the line. Thomas, how you doing? Doing all right. Hey, how are you doing? Fine, thank you. Just uh, enjoying the snow. Really? There's snow in Oklahoma? I didn't know it snowed in Oklahoma. That's cool. Very rarely. Okay. Yeah, we're getting a couple inches today. It doesn't look like it's sticking. It's melting when it hits the concrete. But uh, Okay. Well, congratulations. 
Thank you, thank you. Uh, to, oh, Art was freaking hilarious on his Negradamus comment. Oh my gosh, <laughs> nice. that had me rolling. Sorry, kids. He said freaking. Don't say freaking too much. Your parents might not like it. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. Negradamus. And I was like, Nostrodomos. And somebody said, that's the funniest pronunciation or weirdest pronunciation of Nus. I just looked it up. How do you pronounce it? Nostradamus. 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 Okay. Nostradamus. Okay. Like Nas, kind of. Oh, okay. The rapper. The rapper. You're a rapper too, huh? Yeah. I remember now. Yeah, you talked to Joel and me, I think. Oh, uh, maybe Big Bump. Bump. Yeah, you talked to Big Bump. I talked to Joel a while back. I think he was on like a year ago. Right. uh, When he was with you, but. Right on. Yeah, you criticized Big Bump's. the production. production of, well, it wasn't his, but he was on a rap called Let's Go Brandon, and the okay. production wasn't, wasn't great, in your opinion, which, which you're probably right. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't, like, it could have been bad, like, all I'm saying, like, that's what some of the advice I got on my song, too. Nice. Was like, uh, you know, hey, you need to, some of these notes need to, you know, hit different for it to sound okay. more right, I guess. I don't Yeah. I'm not the expert in the stuff, but I do have an ear for music. Right on. Um, anyways, I just want to comment on Life Church. Life Church. And and what why what's Life Church? So that those two people that you had on the video, that uh, couple talking about proper marriage or something, their book. Uh-huh. Uh they are associated with Life Church. Oh, are they? Right. So, so well, that's what I was hearing. Um, I think it was North Point Community Church, but it may well be related to Life Church. North Point Community Church. Uh, It may be. I don't know. Well, anyways, I just want to comment on, uh, I actually went to... But Life Church is another big-time church, so it's kind of in the same vein. They're huge. Okay. I mean, they're like, uh, what's the one that that one guy's... With Hillside or whatever, what is Hill, it? Hillsong, is it Hillsong? Hillsong? Is it Hillsong? Yeah, Hillsong. Yeah, that's another big one. I think Life Church is like right neck and neck with them on like how big they are. But that's Life be wrong. That's funny. It's called Life. I know it's they stylizes they associate Life with them. They anyways they associate with all the other mega churches. Okay. And, you know, their rationale, when people kind of call them out, be like, hey, we don't like these other mega churches. Why do you associate with them? They're like, oh, well, we're just trying to get our message out within their event. Right. Or something. That's understandable. But I went to the first Life Church, and I was like, I could barely remember it. I was like, you know, probably like seven or eight. Oh, okay. And it was literally in a warehouse, like yeah. a warehouse garage. And okay. there was just metal fold-out chairs and Craig there with a music stand, his notes, a Bible, and like a little speaker with a mic, you Craig, know, like a portable speaker. Craig Groeschel, or however you pronounce that guy's name. He's Groeschel. the one who founded. Groeschel. Founded 1996. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yep. So, well, okay, I guess I was, shoot, I was only four. Wow. Then, anyways, not sure I give out too much information about myself. <laughs> He's doxing himself. More and more details. More details, please. <laughs> <laughs> He's a white rapper. Uh, anyways, anyway, go ahead. So, no, <laughs> <laughs> shut up, hey. <laughs> there's some there's some trolls out here. I know. Sorry, cats. I couldn't help myself. No, it's all good. 
uh, I remember growing up then as a teen, and they had a Wednesday night youth group, and it was called Switch. And it was really geared towards kids in the modern, you know, late 90s, early 2000s kind of era where it was like skater stuff, you know. Okay. Uh, it was, you know, Audio Slave and Raging's Machine were like <laughs> some of the big bands at the time, you know, Lincoln Park. And, yeah. And uh, I just remember they would, it was like they would really, they would try and lure us in with all this worldly stuff now that I look back at it. It was like they were trying. Right. Uh, you cut out, Thomas. You Did you press mute with your big old cheek? I think he pressed mute, is my guess. It just turned it just turned quiet. He went silent. I think it's on y'all's end. Uh, uh, Thomas, there, now you're better. Now you're back. Maybe it was on, a, on our end. But anyway, you, you were saying that it's, they lure the kids with worldly stuff, trendy stuff. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. I picked up on that. That's when I started to like not be interested in going to the youth type stuff. It seemed all trendy and phony. Pass. Now, clean to your show, your family show, Hank, but uh-huh. I want to make this just real quick. Go ahead. Uh, she can get to other callers. Oh, no. He cut out again. It wasn't me. It's not me. You cut out again, man. And I might be on our end. I don't know if it's on our end or his. Maybe a cell tower, says Based America First. That's Oklahoma for you. The snow is getting in the way. <laughs> He's getting white out. Have Nick get the phone. Uh, sorry, Thomas, but uh, gonna have to. I'll put you on hold. Oh, you there, Thomas? Yeah, hello. Okay, there you are. What did you want to get out quick? Go ahead. Man, anyways, just some of the worst, you know, stuff that uh, we did as youth happened at those Wednesday night groups. Oh, you terrible. Know? And some of the youth pastors there were selling illicit substances. Wow. Yeah. Really, honestly, unsurprising. So just watch out for your kids and stuff when you send them to those places. True. Just a heads up. Yeah, it's not just the kind of same thing with schools. Private schools, not much better than public schools. So-called Christian universities. Mm-hmm. Very, very unchristian, very carnal things happen in those dorms and in the classroom. And like they're promoting the gay stuff and the feminism stuff and the fake racism idea stuff and degeneracy and laxness and anger and SJW mess. It's it's phony and it's evil. It's every bit as worldly. Can, Thanks. Th- can Thomas. you hear me? I can. Go ahead. Real quick, I you made a good point because this is what's going to happen. What I see happening is that the church is being more and more open to sexualization of stuff, being more open to the gay stuff, LGBTQ stuff. Yeah. And so that's not going to be shunned on, but, you know, the regular drug stuff, alcohol, whatever, you know, um, all the other stuff is going to be shunned on. So all of these kids, since they can't get, you know, their rebellion, quote-unquote, through the other stuff and be accepted, they're going to go straight into the deviant sexual nature because that's more openly accepted. Yeah. What a shame. They turned it cool it when it's an embarrassment. They pr- Thank you, Thomas. Thank you, man. Yes, sir. You have a good day, Hake. All right. You as well. Bye. Whew. Okay, I have more calls to get to and I have that you know, this black-on-white stuff, um, which I don't want to get my video censored like like what happened last time when I covered the black setting whites on fire. But um, 
I do kind of want to cover it anyway. But we're, we're about the top of the hour. Let me get to a song. We need a song. I need one anyway. <laughs> this is uh, David Meese, So Good, uh, from the album 1987 or 89 or something like that, Candle in the Rain. Uh, all is God's creation. Enjoy, you musical Philistines, and I'll be right back for hour two. Hang tight.
Wasn't that so good? <laughs> it ended faster than I realized. Shout out to David Meese. Isn't it so good? I feel like I'm at Salvation Army, says uh, Tron. Really? They play Christian music at Salvation Army? It's like a thrift store, right? Thrift store? Uh, All Hake's music reminds me of the Hobbit cartoon version from the 80s, says Rusty. Wow, I didn't know they had that. Nick's stream has better music than Hake. Sorry, but true. Laughing, says KMT Mayat. Hey, what's up, you... I feel bad for saying my aunt. <laughs> uh, Nugget Man, all this LGBT devil mess wasn't enough for Hake. No, no, no. He needed his daily dose of Satan-worshipping music mess. Nasty. And he's a green face. He's so sickened. Sorry, man. Well, not sorry, but forgive me. <laughs> Bear with me, you musical Philistines. I say enjoy, press mute, grit. Uh, cover your ears or grin and bear it, you musical Philistines. <laughs> uh, speaking of the chat, I've gone to a handful of these quote-unquote churches, says Stalled Century. They're all the same, trendy, phony, all about the money. They will generally like discuss one Bible verse and ask for money through the whole, throughout the whole mass, quote-unquote mass. Churches with a Z says Tatanka13, cool name, um, have turned into dens for thieves and robbers, not all but most. Yeah, that's what I felt about that guy who was kissing up to the gays, even though I don't necessarily think that it's all about the money, as Nick and Sion, who are more street smart, admittedly, than Hake, uh, they think that it's all about the money. I think it's more than just about the money, but it may Hassan says he thinks the Salvation Army started as a Christian foundation. Yeah, I think so. And I think they're like all soft and weak, turned all soft and weak and stuff. Rage against the machine is beta, says uh, Kevin Howe, referring to that Thomas from Oklahoma when he was at church, at the church at that time, as a seven-year-old or whatever, or four or whatever. Rage Against the Machine, Audio Slave, Linkin Park was all the rage. Rage is a beta trait. You ever heard of From Rage to Responsibility? Jesse Lee Peterson's first book? R-A-T-M, Rage Against the Machine. For some reason I read it as rat something. We're always commies. Yeah, Ash Wilfully, I agree. Great, David Meese times is the real Mr. Mad. Amazon hold music is better than Hake's. <laughs> this guy is hitting on 10 for 10 times like the Christian Phil Collins. Yeah, isn't it so great, Canadian David? <laughs> or is that not a compliment? <laughs> but anyway, I guess that's enough. We're musically uncircumcised, Hake's, says Johnny Bender. I shall be circumcising you with Hake music. Uh, in the Bible, there's a story about... Uh, the Israelites forcing this other tribe to, cir- to get circumcised, this other group to get circumcised, and while they were all recovering, they slaughtered them. Whoa! Talk about a Jew move, right? <laughs> or something. Sorry. I shouldn't say that. I disavow that, of course. We love the Jews. <laughs> but the Israelites just pulled that fast one on the... Uh, and murdered them after they got circumcised. That's like adding 
murder onto injury. <laughs> you know, like insult to injury. Rage Against the Machine are globalists. Oh, yeah, they're the corny go-along-with-the-establishment guys. And it would do what they told you or something like that. It's dumb. Okay, I got to cover a story before I get to you guys. Hang on, callers. Bear with me. Let me tell you this story that I saw on a tw- from a tweet from this guy named Jason Kessler, who actually was on the Jason Lee Peterson show before the Unite the Right rally. Uh, Jason Kessler, the mad dimension on Twitter, he tweeted this. Just white liberal things. Woman, quote unquote, forgives her mother's killer and visits him in prison. Upon release, she gives him a job working at the house where he killed her mother. He murders her in the same house. Facepalm emojis, SMH emoji, shaking his head. Just white liberal things. And uh, I have some. I have the screen, screenshot of his tweet and some different screenshots from the story, I guess. And he shares this article from 7news.com.au. So it's like an Australian outlet that covered this story back in 2020. But uh, Travis Lewis killed Martha McKay 23 years after she forgave him for killing her mum. Those Australians and British people calling their mothers mum. Makes me want to spit. Where's my spit tune? Wow, wow, why am I spitting on white culture for saying mum? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Jason Kessler. He's the guy who did the Unite the Right rally, the Charlottesville thing. I don't know much about this guy, but it's a good tweet. Um, After her mother was killed in a home invasion gone wrong, Martha McKay was quick to forgive the person responsible. It's an article from 2020 again. Uh, this, uh, this, has, this took place, I guess, at the, something called the Snowden House. You know, like Edward Snowden, but it probably has nothing to do with Edward Snowden. The guy who leaked information to... Never mind. Described by its website as stately and elegant, Snowden House, with its marble floor and sweeping staircase, was the perfect setting for a murder mystery. In fact, the grand building situated on the water's edge of Horseshoe Lake in Arkansas, United States, served as a location for a movie adaptation of one of John Grisham's crime novels. John Grisham. Tragically, though, the home was not just seen as a... Not just seen... Has not just seen fictional murder. Oh, and here's... And Jason Kessler, by the way, he also, in a follow-up tweet, shared this YouTube video. Murder at Snowden House. A redemption story nightmare by True Crime Recaps on YouTube. I've never heard of this channel, but he recommended that video. I don't have any clips from it. Tragically, though, the home was not just, has not just seen fictional murder, but also the real thing. It started in 1996 when Sally Snowden McKay, age 75, 1996, uh, and her nephew, musician Joseph Lee Baker, 52, were found shot dead. Sorry, kids, or adults. Adults are more overprotective of kids. Kids can handle the stories sometimes. But anyway, we're 
uh, inside the historic property. It was understood they disturbed a burglar. They disturbed a burglar. Oh, pardon me. Did I disturb you? Burglar. And the suspect, 16-year-old Travis Lewis, had shot them in fright. Yes, you disturbed me. I'm scared. Shot them. Look at this. Here's the uh, daughter who got killed later. And then, I don't know. Uh, Martha McKay, right, and her mother Sally left. The Sally was the woman in the black, the mother purportedly, I guess, in the black and white photograph, if you're looking at the video. Beautiful black and white phone. Anyway, nice looking family, I guess. Murdered by the same man 23 years apart. Well, he wasn't a full-grown man, but, you know, 16, that's man enough to kill, certainly. Not man, but grown enough to kill. So, uh, this 16-year-old frightened burglar, disturbed by the people who were in the house, who were, had a right to be in there, but not him, he shot them and then reportedly set fire to the house. The teenager. Teen. <laughs> Travis Lewis, black. If Jason Kessler's tweet context is to be taken at face value, it looked like the guy had a mugshot and it looked like he was black. Um... The teenager had been living with his parents nearby. He was quickly arrested and charged with the double murder. He set the house on fire. Black setting stuff on fire. Hang tight collars. Uh, Despite saying someone else had been involved on April 7th, 1998, Lewis pleaded guilty to the crime. Oh, yeah, they're always saying, I didn't do nothing. Somebody else was with me. Uh, He pleaded guilty. Tried as an adult. Rightfully so, he was handed a 28-and-a-half-year jail sentence, of which he had to serve at least 70%. Sally's big-hearted daughter, Martha McKay, believed he deserved to be rehabilitated. A practicing Buddhist, not a Christian, she forgave Lewis, forgave him, quote-unquote, for what he'd done and began, began writing, to, writing to him in prison. Empathy and sadness. According to Crittenden... County Sheriff Mike Allen, she felt empathy and sadness for Lewis, given how young he was. 16 years old is not that young. It's young to, I guess, throw your life away, but 16 years old, you know what you're doing. I knew what I was doing at 16 most of the time. I mean, there was times when I was sort of lacked sense. And yeah, you could guess that a black who's going to commit murder at 16, he lacked sense. But he's guilty. Guilty. (laughs) Given how young he was at the time of the murders, she accepted uh, Lewis's allegation that another person was involved in the crime. Oh, sucker. She believed him. I think it was her mission to find out what happened to her mother and find out if someone else was involved, said Sheriff Allen. She even visited Lewis in jail despite her family warning her against it. This is a pretty good photograph. Let me see if I can show you guys this. Uh, I have to screenshot it, Hassan. It has more of the picture of him. This lady. Poor lady. She brought it on herself, though. Typical nicey-nicey Buddhist, purportedly white woman. 
When Lewis was eventually freed in 2018 after serving 22 years, Martha quietly gave him a job. By this time, she had moved to the Snowden house, having bought it from the rest of the family. She renovated and restored the rundown property with all its ghosts and dark past into a high-end bed and breakfast and wedding venue. It meant that Lewis, 39, was literally back at the scene of this crime with Martha, locally known as the Lady of the Lake, demonstrating the ultimate forgiveness. But Wednesday, March 25th of this year, meaning 2020, amid the China virus hype, let me drag this into the folder. Another screenshot getting pulled in there, Hassan. That's his mugshot. Uh, police responded to an alarm at the Snowden house body found. History was repeating itself. They quickly discovered a body. Martha, age 63, was she still Buddhist? Found at the top of the marble stairs, wrapped in a blanket. She'd been stabbed. Terrible, huh? What a terrible story. That's enough of that. But you, I guess you guys get the point. Oh, hey. This is a little bit in, sort of interesting. Specialist equipment was used to search the lake. The body of the suspect was located and recovered. Huh. The suspect di- died too? The identification must have caused considerable shock. He was discovered to be Travis Lewis. 23 years after killing Martha's mother, he had struck again at the same location, murdering the daughter who had so selflessly forgiven him. He had a mixture of illicit drugs in his system at the time of his death per an autopsy, they said. Lewis had been fired and banned from the Snowden house a month before the murder. Oh, what a racist. She fired him and banned him from the house? Or somebody did? Martha had become wise to the truth about Lewis. His... His own mother, Gladys, who had worked as a housekeeper at the Snowden house for years, had reportedly warned Martha that her son was returning to his old ways. And then, in, so the, the suspect's mother was no longer said, my son didn't do nothing. I don't know if she ever did. I'm just using the stereotype, which we disavow stereotypes of black mothers saying their children didn't do nothing. Um, after reading the, oh, they, there was an entry in Martha's diary. She's the one who forgave, I think which was discovered after a death revealing her suspicions that Lewis was a thief. <gasps> no. A guy who was caught in a burglary and a murder and set the house on fire is a thief too? After reading the diary, Katie discovered her sister had sold a chandelier, who's Katie, I don't think they'd mentioned her before, for $14,000 cash, stashing the money in, a, in the Snowden house. Whoa. Travis was out the house that day that she came home with the money, that, which then vanished. Martha had fired him. Kind of like a bad dreamer, deja vu. You'd never learn. You know, uh, the, the community and family had been let, fe- left reeling that forgiveness and compassion could be returned with such contempt. The guy just couldn't help himself. I'm just beyond sad that it turned out this way. The silly liberals think, oh, being nice is going to change the person. That's not actual love. Phony Christians the same way, you know, but this lady was a Buddhist. Shout out to the Christians. You, you got off on this one. You're innocent on this one. Forgiveness. It reminds me of Big Bump, who covered this story of uh, MLK's family. Big Bump co-hosted with me last Monday. B- Martin Luther King Jr.'s family forgave, quote-unquote, that Chenault guy, I shared the clip yesterday on my YouTube channel and on BitChute. 
and it's probably up on the other platforms too, Rumble, maybe Odyssey probably. The Black Dylan Roof, the guy who shot up a church, shot MLK's mother, Alberta King. Um, and they forgave, quote-unquote, James Earl Ray, who they said, <laughs> according to Big Bump, not James Earl Jones, James Earl Ray, who sh- they said shot and assassinated Martin Luther King Jr. Is it called assassinated if he actually wasn't a public official? He's uh, killed, murdered. But they didn't get murdered. MLK's family didn't get murdered because they those ones went to prison and stayed there. So their forgiveness was just pretense. Pretense. <laughs> they didn't go and write him and visit him in jail, did they? I don't know. So, uh, r- funny. Well, it's not funny, but it's stupid. Fake, fake forgiveness. Opening yourself up. That's not what JLP means when he says about forgiving and not being angry. You still protect yourself. What the heck? What the heck? Let me get to Corey before I get to uh, more stories. Corey's a first-time caller in Louisiana. He has a question, I guess. Corey, thanks for calling and holding. How you doing? Hey, James. It's Court. How you doing? Court? C-O-R-T? Court. K-O-R-T. K-O-R-T. Oh, hey. How you doing, Court? Oh, all is well over here in the swamp. I just want to let you know that CNN article about the wintertime story you covered earlier. It's partly true. That's one of those stories they put out to where it depends on your perspective. They can twist it any way they want it. Oh, so I was bashing Commie Nonsense Network, Alexandra Meeks, for saying winter is more than half over. And probably the coldest part is probably more than half over. Is that right? It's it's springtime here in South Louisiana already. (laughs) Really? Well, you know, Chinese New Year, they call it Spring Festival, and it's... Right now, Chinese New Year is always right. in January or February, I gather. And yeah, we're in South Louisiana. We're at that latitude to where we get a springtime earlier than anybody else. Florida on the peninsula is yeah. like tropical all the time. But we're at that level to where we get the spring first, and then North Louisiana gets it, and it starts moving upward north as the time goes forward. But nice. Yeah, okay. and it's like it's, it's crazy because... I know when to go fishing by the the way the trees are blooming around here. God showed me this several years ago, and it's it's like right on every time. That's pretty cool, when, man. When the Japanese magnolias bloom, uh-huh. two weeks late, that signals the start. The weather's going to start warming up. Then two weeks later, the swamp maples turn bright red. You go look out in the swamp and you see these red trees where there's no leaves on all the other trees. They stand out. You can, can't help but see them. Wow. That's it. That signals the spawn is getting ready to start within a week or two, and then the red buds bloom. That's it. It's on. You go on that north bank, hit that north bank, fish it, and you're going to catch a bunch of fish. And nice. it works every time. So, so my yeah, apologies. I just want to let you know that that, that article was kind of like, you got to take that with a grain of salt. All right. So it's not entirely very fake news like I falsely accused it of being. Right. It's like they do. They can twist anything around the way they want people to look at it, and yeah. especially if they want to divide you with it. They could be good at that. <laughs> I know. I, I, I'll I'll divide over anything. So my That's apologies, right, yeah. my apologies to Alexandra Meeks, who writes the five things on CNN, which I read every morning on Hake News. <laughs> and people think that I'm people think I'm obsessed with uh, with uh, CNN. <laughs> right, Comedy News Network. Yeah. In, yeah. Uh, and another thing too. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't like you bad mouthing my cousin Beyonce. Oh yeah, I went after her. <laughs> <laughs> She's your cousin. Is she is she from down that way too? She's a Creole, well, huh? We just we distantly related. We traced our ancestors back to the same family in Nova Scotia. Okay. Wow. And I'm I'm like so white that when I take off my shirt, the crawfish put on sunglasses. <laughs> Are you black so, too? Are you black as well as white? Are you all white? No, I mean, as far as I know, there's there's some Indian and like some Spanish and other stuff in my family. Everybody's got we mix of everything. <laughs> okay, so so you're related to Beyond Beyond Z's because Z is her last name because Jay Z. Uh, her yeah, her I, white I don't know side. what she calls herself nowadays. Everybody calling herself something different every day. True. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was bashing uh, her because she took Blue Ivy Carter, that's Jay Z's daughter and her daughter, right? Who's age right. eleven to uh, Dubai, which is cool. But they went dancing. They danced to this brown skin girl song, which I I don't know if I've ever knowingly heard. Right, and it's disrespectful to those people over there because they don't allow that kind of stuff. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're laws against that over there. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> what was she thinking? <laughs> Singing, they were singing "Brown Skin Girl," and I don't know, man. She did. Yeah. She did a lot of wardrobe changes. Her her last full concert right. performed. Yeah, was in yep. misdirected people living in their imagination, kind of like that grinder situation. What was she thinking, bringing that over there? Yeah, but she <laughs> got on, rewarded. Man, they got laws that over there. She think, didn't get people think. <laughs> she didn't get punished, did she? I don't know. I didn't see that. that would happen. I doubt I remember it. reading an article where she did get in trouble for that over there. Oh, really, Beyonce? Yeah. Yeah, I think Funny. so. Well, I mean, it wasn't a big thing. They didn't push it, but I mean, like those people don't like they they cover their women. They don't let their women dance around like that. And yeah, like in Saudi Arabia, all those Middle Eastern countries. I know friends who served in the military over there. Beyonce, and they tell me, like crazy stories that would just blow your mind of the stuff that goes on over there. Beyonce is going to get rewarded for anything she does because she's exactly she supports because evil. they worship that woman. Yeah, they worship her. She she her yeah. last performance. I didn't know this. Her last full concert was 2018 Global Citizen Festival. What a oh, buzzword! Oh, that don't surprise me. Oh yeah, the One World Government <laughs> gearing up. Sick stuff. Court. Oh yeah, nice the, to hear the, from you, man. Oh yeah, yeah. Every, all is well. Uh, it was an awesome service y'all had Sunday. My dad passed away Sunday evening. Rest in peace. So to your yeah, dad. Yeah, he he was an awesome individual, and it's like it was so weird when I, Jesse first read the if form. Yeah, I'd never read it before, but when he read it, it's like man, that fits my dad perfect. Wow, because he tried to instill those qualities in me. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah, I I I, I thought I was gonna be okay with his passing because he's been sick lately. Uh huh. So when it hit me, it's like. The devil, you know, he plays those tricks in your mind and everything else, but I'm over that. I'm done with that. So it's all is well, my brother. It's awesome. I'm going to move on with my key awesome life here in this swamp. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought you were a woman. I never knew because I didn't, I don't recognize the name Court, K O R T. Right, right. It's so a, I'm it's like, a is German this... name. Okay. It's a German name. My dad read a book about a, uh, an officer in World War II. He liked the name Court. So yeah. he, he gave me that name. My dad was knowledgeable about he was like an encyclopedia, Google put together everything. He knew a lot about everything. Yeah. He made like innovative techn- technological advances in the oil well drilling industry. Nice. People stole his ideas and took credit for it. He never once talked about it. He never wow. complained about it. That's cool. People love my daddy. He was like fun to be around. He treated everybody like he wanted to be treated, which isn't done today. Yeah. He was old school like Jesse and I uh, 
got the chance to forgive him before he passed, and he told me he forgave his past. So I said, okay, you're good, Dad. Nice. But I forgot, oh, man, I was going to tell him about the buffalo, too. He was going through a lot before he passed. Uh-huh. He passed away. They had an honor guard from hospice come in, and I met them outside before I went in the house to talk to him. And when I left him, my daughter told me he just passed. Wow. And I was going to tell him about the buffalo and go go into the storm and go yeah. through the other side. God will be waiting for you on the other side, Dad. And I didn't get a chance to tell him that, but he knows. He's there. God got it. If you don't, give me assurance that he got it. So, if you don't I'm mind good. my asking, how old are you, Court? I'm 64. Okay. Nice. Yeah. And look, I can, I've had seven heart attacks. I can still work in eight different trades if I want to. Wow. Are you fat? In this hot South Louisiana heat. Are you Since f- I forgave my mother, my life changed, James. I'm like, my health is getting better. Nice. I'm stronger now. I don't tremble and shake when I hold my hands out. Well, I was on under all that stress before. Uh-huh. It's amazing. That's like cool, say, man. Awesome. <laughs> what a report. And have you ever called the JLP show? Uh, once I did. I went okay. Out, I think it was last year, too. I told him about how I forgave my mother and how I, you know, she was having all kind of problems and whatnot. And how my life I mean, just changed like, like 180. Okay. I was going to church and following all these wolf preachers and stuff. Yeah. And Dang. God allowed me to go through that so I could see what the wolves are doing. Now I can see my eyes are clear. Like Jesse said, that light shines on, on the darkness. You can see the wolves operating in sheep's clothing uh-huh. from the church house to the White House. I can see it now. It's, it's like awesome. <laughs> nice, man. Court, yeah. can you so call-, I just call in and give you a little update? And, Thank you, like man. Like I said, I don't call in too much. I comment a lot on Jesse's program. I comment a few times on yours. I know. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I'm glad you guys are doing well, and I wish y'all well with the move. I'm trying to grease some wheels over here, but uh, see what <laughs> happens. God willing, and the body don't rise, everything will go according to plan. Yep. Thanks, man. Take care. All right. You guys have a good one, and uh, I'll call again when I get more time. I'm, today was a rainy day, so I took a day off, and you know we settled the stuff with my dad. Oh, another thing I wanted to bring up. Uh-huh. Uh, Jesse talked about funerals at the church service. Yes, I was listening to the church service on the way to my dad's, and I shut it off right before he talked about that. And when I got back home, I listened to it, and he's all talking about funerals. And I arranged <laughs> my daddy's funeral to help arrange the funeral yesterday at the funeral. Uh-huh. And he's right about funerals. Did you get upsold? The stuff, they push, 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 push. They get you to try to get you to buy the best thing they have. Right. And, and it was a woman doing it. Uh-huh. And my sister was handling the arrangements, and she was like, she pushed back on a lot of stuff she pushed out. So oh, I was good. looking at the list of the funeral, the prices of the caskets and stuff. Yep. The highest one was $10,000, a mahogany casket. What a racket. Mahogany's yeah, nice, though. Look, Mahogany's really nice, but you're not going to see At the bottom it. of the list, they had a casket, which for the poor people, uh-huh. a, a laminated cardboard box for $150. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the obituaries, I mean, the pay for the obituary, with oh, all the yeah. calls and stuff, you know, it's like, oh, man, it's a racket. It is. But it is. Like I said, the funerals are for the living, not the dead. Yep. <laughs> and I, just, I know Jesse agree with me on that, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, Corey. Appreciate that, man. Take care. Yeah, court. Like in courthouse. Court. I know, I know. I just forgot yeah, because we didn't fix your... Court you Nick, remember me now? Nick wrote it as Corey, <laughs> and I forgot to... Yeah, Nick didn't write it down, right? Yeah. Nick's doing a good job, but he, he didn't get my name right, but he's doing a fantastic job. Right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, I'm going to send him a little line, y'all, when I get a chance. Right on. Sounds All good, All right, you have a good one. Okay, you too. Take care. All right, guys, bye. Bye. Court. K-O-R-T. Nice. Great guy. 
all this time I thought he was in the YouTube comments. He's busy on the YouTube comments. I thought he was a. I thought it was a woman with all that energy. I pictured a woman going key awesome, but no, he has a deeper voice than Hake. He sounds manlier than Hake, if that's even possible. Speaking of manly, let's talk about this Fox News meteorologist, also known as a weatherman or weather male. I don't know what he did was kind of manly. Subway attack. I heard about this on the Jason Lee Peterson show, and then later uh, Tucker Carlson covered it. It was on Fox and Friends. I think one of the suspects may be black. Maybe. But we do not be quick to assume because we don't profile. <laughs> okay, for sure he's black. I'm just trolling. I have some pictures from this New York Post report. Cops released a photo of a fourth, fourth, it's not fourth, fourth suspect in the subway beatdown of that faux news, Fox News's Adam Klotz. Klotz, K-L-O-T-Z. And this guy, okay, so the story goes that, um, <laughs> doesn't it look like a black guy? I think he's black. Uh, hey, are you blind? <laughs> of course he's black. <laughs> uh, let's see, can I pull this, can I pull up this story? So yeah, uh, three of the suspects, two 15-year-olds and one 17-year-old were arrested soon after the attack on a subway. After a football game, like almost 1 a.m., this, why are you out at 1 a.m.? I don't go out after dark, basically. Uh, This Adam Klotz guy on the subway, it was a busy subway after a football game, Saturday night, Sunday morning, and uh, these young whippersnappers, uh, rambunctious, being rambunctious, it was once called wilding. They were smoking maybe pot, according to this story, and one of them took the, his lighter and lit an old man's head on fire. I haven't seen pictures of the old man. Maybe they're trying to protect his identity. Maybe the old man doesn't want to say anything. Was the old man white? I don't know. Or was he black or Asian or Jewish? Or what? Jewish is white enough to be hated, according to the blacks. According to Hake, referring to the blacks' mindset. Um... And this guy, I don't know why he's showing his face all over the social media. This weatherman who stepped in, he's like, you guys can't do that. Try and stop me. I spit. Sorry, Jesse. (laughs) He spits too when he talks. Not on purpose, I think. I suspect. Uh, But he looks like he's wearing makeup. I mean, he looks like he's got this girly eyeshadow. Dude, man, Adam Klotz, why are you showing your face so much? But, I mean, I guess it's good. But he got beat up because he's all, no. And so I don't know what happened with the man, what type of burns the man has, the guy, the guy whose head was set on fire, elderly man, I hear. But this guy is showing his face, getting inter- interviews on Fox and Friends and Tucker, because he's the weatherman for Fox News, or a meteorologist. He said the mayhem began as he headed home from watching the Giants game. Giants? Is that baseball or football? Which one? New York Giants is baseball, right? Or football. And then San Francisco Giants is baseball, right? Or football. I don't know. I don't know sports. Doesn't it look like he has eyeshadow there? He's being interviewed by Tucker Carlson yesterday. Who may be my competitor. 
But we like them anyway. We like everybody. A group of, I'd say, seven teens, he said. Teens. JLP criticized this guy for having fear, for pointing out they're black. Because they looked like they were black to Jesse. Jesse saw some of the three other suspects, I guess. They found pictures of him. But I show you the fourth, who looks black to me. One started to light up a joint. The, with the lighter still in his hand, just put a live lighter in an elderly man's hair, and it blew up like a matchbook. Lit up. His entire head was on fire, and the guy was knocking out his hair. I'm just sitting right there watching it, and how can you not intervene? I said, whoa, guys, 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 guys. <laughs> you can't do that. And then they just did not want to be told what they could or couldn't do. Isn't that typical? Typical teens, teenagers. Oh, there he is. He rides a motorcycle. See, he's tough. A crotch rocket, one of those Japanese ones or something. I don't know. Uh, so then suddenly the focus was on me. The suspects asked him if, they had, if he had a problem. He said, you can't do that. One of them sneered, try to stop me, according to the weatherman. <laughs> so I caught a left, a pretty good left that not put my head into the wall. And uh, Klotz, this is Klotz telling the story. He moved to another car, thinking the worst was over. But then when he exited that car, they jumped him again or something like that. 1957 New York Giants' is baseball is his big bump. Thank you, man. He's our resident sports historian expert. The three young thugs who have already been released with juvenile reports. Oh, yeah, they didn't even go to, they didn't even spend time in jail hardly. Could only face charges if Klotz files a complaint with the city department of probation. You better do it, man. Oh, my gosh. Far be it from me to threaten, but... Like, it makes me kind of want to, like, go back and punch him myself if he doesn't file a report, you know? Like, press charges. Oh, let me forgive him. Let me forgive these blacks. You better not, man. That's not doing them a a favor. Don't be Buddhist. (laughs) Don't be be Martha McCallie or whatever her name was of the Snowden house. Forgave her mother's killer and her whoever that was who was also killed. Department of Probation, which would then decide if it would refer the case to the law department. What? So the city Department of Probation would still also have to decide whether to refer to it to press charges? That's what officials said Sunday. The juvenile reports that they, that they were given are handed to youngsters. Oh, yeah, youngsters. If you're over 12, you're an adult, according to the Jews, based Jews. So you're charged as an adult. Anyway, who allegedly commit an act that would constitute an offensive perpetrated by an adult. Police said Monday they're interviewing the elderly man who was allegedly accosted. Accosted? You mean set on fire? Allegedly. That's accosted? By the young teens. Teens. New York Post using the, using the euphemism teens when teens means black. <laughs> uh and could still lodge charges against the rowdy crew. <laughs> Why do you guys talk this way? It's not helping. Point it out. Point out the truth. The decision was to get all the information before we move forward, said the NYPD Deputy Chief Kevin Maloney told the Post. The decision was made to release them to their parents, make efforts to identify the other victim, which we did. Oh, good for you. I'm clapping. 
golf club or something, right? Don't they call it that? We're talking to them now to see if there are appropriate charges. They could be issued appearance to tickets to appear in family court. He's a weatherman. Asked on Fox and Friends whether he would pursue charges, Klotz was noncommittal. I'm hoping that he's just playing noncommittal and then he just throws the book at them. Not that he's able to do that. He's single-handedly. I want someone to be held responsible, but really what I want is some sort of change. I don't want this to happen to somebody else. And I don't think necessarily just these, getting, just these kids getting in trouble, like where's the structural things? Make them get in trouble and press the other th- stuff. I want Mayor Merrick Adams to do something more long-term. I'm g- giving him a high-pitched voice. That won't hap- so that this won't happen to somebody else. More than just me getting some sort of revenge in the short term. It's not revenge, dude. Eric Adams is the black guy. He's the black, supposedly ex-cop uh, Democrat who pretended like he would be tough. I think Tucker was kind of on his side. Eric Adams, the new mayor of New York. Over the Jewish guy who is married to a black former lesbian. See, they can change. Uh, whose daughter called him a, a white privileged person, but he's a white Jewish guy. Bill de Blasio. Is he Jewish? I forget. Bill de Blasio. I don't think he's a Christian, certainly. Socialist? Openly socialist. If you're socialist, you're not Christian. Depending, I guess. Eric Adams wanted to appoint a gun violence czar after the shootings and killings, or killing persists. Persists. They were trying to knock him out, too. They are trying to put him out. Whatever. So, very typical. Their parents taught them how to do it. (laughs) Rambunctious bunch. So, this reminds me. This uh, story of the hair getting set on fire by these teens reminds me of this story or this uh, odyssey. Is it an odyssey? I don't know. Flashback. And I, of course, disavow this, but black setting whites on fire. I have the Fox News weatherman story reminded me of this. I've covered this before. Last time I covered it, my video was censored. Warren Warren Wilhelm Jr., also known as Bill de Blasio. (laughs) Yeah. They changed their names. Uh... Last time I covered this, my video was censored, suppressed anyway, by YouTube. 2020, uh, July 9th, Thursday, I covered this, of these blacks setting whites on fire. So so let me see how fast I can plow through this. Uh, 2013, February, a home robbery and murder. Terrence Hale, sentenced to life in prison in the 83-year-old's death. Uh... He killed an 83-year-old woman, I guess, I think. Yeah, I have all these screenshots. You can just kind of show them as I, as I tell them. Uh, 2013, February is the first one I have. I kind of have them in order if you, if you arrange them by name, Hassan. And this young man, not that young, but young enough to be easily overpower an 83-year-old woman. If it was an 83-year-old woman, maybe it was a man. Uh, life in prison. Killed her in a robbery attempt. Apparently, I guess he set, on, he set her on fire because it was a 
home robbery slash murder. Uh, 2013. Um, what is nine? September. This man was shot and found burn in a burning SUV. White man. Shot by a black man. I think it was brothers who did this one. In Orangeburg County, South Carolina, I think. Two brothers arrested and charged in the slaying of a man who was discovered shot to death in a burning SUV in Santee. 23-year-old Jason Glover and Leroy Glover Jr., 25, were the suspects. Um, 2014, March, a teacher having sex with a student. This student is part black. He doesn't look that black. He looks more Mexican, but I think he is part black. Um, And he was like a retarded student or mentally, they call them disabled, handicapped, meaning slow. And he killed her. She was having sex with him. Like a high schooler, I guess, and she was in her 20s or something. Woman found dead after a motel fire was uh, something going on. She was a middle school. She was his middle school teacher, and I guess she said, "Oh, I love you." Lori Patton told Darren Terrell Eskew that she loved him as he choked her at a uh, Greenville County motel. Sorry, kids, if or adults. Adults are probably t- more touchy about this stuff than kids. But yeah, I mean, she kind of brought that on herself. But that's evil. Um, Twenty fourteen August, his cab driver was killed. He was a young family man, I think, married. Man pleads guilty in the murder of a cab driver sentenced to life in prison. And the man and woman were um, riding in this man's cab and they murdered him. Dyshawn Simpson, D-Y-S-H-A-W-N, Simpson, age 20, pleaded guilty. First degree murder of James Wells. Oh, I wonder if I have the clip on this one. Maybe. I have. Let's go to clip 13. Let me show you this story. Um, this is from August 26, August 2014, 2015, this cab driver. Do you see that clip? Let's go ahead and uh, clip 13 inside of that folder. Let's go ahead and play this uh, little report. Hopefully it's not blasting your ears. It was from 2020 that I got this. Here it is. As Dyshawn Simpson's family just told me on the phone, this is a, uh, not a win-win for anybody here. Everyone loses in this case because he's now spending his life in prison and James Wells' family is still grieving their loss. We always consider ourselves lucky. A lucky horseshoe necklace. It's the gift James Wells' wife gave his mother outside Hanover Court. Just to look at the killer in the face is just really hard. Dyshawn Simpson pled guilty to first-degree murder Tuesday. Last August, Simpson stabbed Wells multiple times because he didn't have the money to pay for a cab fare from Hopewell to Hanover. Prosecutors say Simpson and Elisa DeJesus then drove Wells around for 45 minutes while he was still alive, trying to figure out what to do before they lit Wells' body on fire with a road flare. But I know my son ain't capable of nothing like this. Simpson's mother, Marcella (laughs) Dabney, says the son she raised would never do something so brutal without being provoked somehow. But my son is good. (laughs) He's always been a good kid. Nobody have nothing bad to say about him. During Tuesday's hearing, when asked if he had anything to say, Simpson looked at his mother and the family of James Wells and apologized. 
he may have meant the one to his mother, but I don't think he meant the one towards us. Wells' wife Malibu describes the last year as living through hell. Their anniversary date is approaching, so Wells says she hangs on to the good times that she spent with her husband. He'd give you the shirt off of his back, always try to make you laugh. No matter what day you're having, you had a smile on if James was around. Again, Dyshawn Simpson will spend life in prison. He was sentenced to life in prison today. As for Elisa Jesus, she's scheduled to go to trial later this year. Nuts, huh? Moving on, 24, that was around 2014. Look at this one, 2014, November. I remember this story. American Eagle manager, a white woman, purportedly white, lesbian, dykey kind of girl, killed by this uh, couple. She's his, the couple, one of them is Hispanic. She looks like white, but she's Hispanic. And, uh, and her boyfriend, Cervantes, Carter Cervantes, American Eagle manager bound, beaten, and burned to death by her co-workers so they could take her store keys and steal $50,000 in B- Black Friday takings per Daily Mail. Ashlea Harris was an assistant manager, American Eagle Outfitter store. And uh, I think those were former co-workers. Carter Cervantes, 25. Oh, that's the woman. And her boyfriend, Clarence David Mallory, 19. She, he was younger than her? Oh, dang. Anyway, they, uh, I think they set her place on fire, her apartment on fire. Crazy. Uh, 2014, um... December, Jessica Chambers. Remember this one? Jessica Chambers. We, th- we suspect. I don't know if they ever caught the guy or caught, well, they might have caught the guy. I don't know if they ever caught or proved anything, but Jessica Chambers was found burned to death. I think she wasn't quite dead, and she, like, spit some type of word out when they found her, but she died. He was tried twice for the murder of Jessica Chambers, this black guy. And then he had his bond set in a separate killing. He killed an Asian woman, allegedly. Meng Chen Xiao, age 34. Former boyfriend of murdered cheerleader Jessica Chambers, Chambers is fatally shot in his own home. Oh, he was killed. Oh, another, I don't know if that's the same guy. She was dating a, this was some southern white gal who was dating around with blacks. You burn the coal, you pay the toll, goes the line. Which is kind of a vulgar statement, but there's truth to it. What a mess, huh? Will there be a third trial for Jessica Chambers' murder case? There, it was a big mystery during that time. Uh, 2015, November, Detroit burglar, burglary, another burglary murder and setting the place on fire. Neighbor's grandson in custody. I think the grandparents turned him in because they don't, they don't appreciate that. Those old school guys, old school blacks. The mother, of course, said the teen charged in the, teen charged in the slaying of the man, 91-year-old man, was innocent. There's more to the story. 17-year-old charged with first-degree murder. He beat his 91-year-old neighbor and set his house on fire. George Stewart is the 17-year-old young thug, alleged thug. Bought gasoline at a service station. Probably guilty, but innocent unless proven guilty, right? 
2015, December also, Baltimore fight. Remember that gasoline fight on the highway? Colin Flaherty covered this one. I think, I think all of them died eventually. One guy died like two years later. A man was doused, doused his co-workers in gasoline on a highway fight and set them on fire during a fight in Baltimore. Four, what, man set on fire by co-worker dies after spending 400 days hospitalized in a burn unit. Man. And one of them looks like he was white. Maybe his, one who may be Hispanic. I think the perp was the black guy. Oh, I remember this one, 2015, also in December. Pomona, California, just out, just out uh, in the suburbs over here. Man charged, Pomona's ghetto, kind of. Man charged with torture murder after lighting the mother of his four children on fire. Oh, I, and I looked up, years later, I looked up the uh, young mixed kids. Seemed to be doing okay, I guess, considering their mother was murdered set on fire by the father who's now, like, in prison. I gather, I would assume that he's in prison. Terrible. Another DV incident. Burn the coal, you pay the toll. Uh, 2016. um, May. In South Central L.A. They call it South L.A. because they're trying to rehabilitate the image. Man accused of setting homeless people on fire. Black. Philip Daryl Cole, a transient, meaning homeless. This is before the homeless thing went totally out of control like it is today. Threw flammable liquid on two people at a homeless encampment and set them on fire. Happens kind of frequently. Well, commonly. 2016, uh, June. Police say man arrested in, his, in the 83-year-old's death. He beat the victim and set him on fire. I don't know if this guy was uh, Jawad Ali. I, don't, I think this guy was found not guilty. Even though he told a bunch of different stories and then he confessed. Oh, it was... What did they say about the Central Park Five? Who were not innocent, by the way, but they... Maybe they were, they were, maybe they were innocent of certain things, but not innocent overall. A funeral home guy who was a do-gooder. Crazy. Jawad Ali. Uh, 2016. Oh, do I have the funeral home one? Oh, yeah, let me play this clip. Uh, Clip 12. Just remember, this funeral home clip uh, about that story. Here, watch this. He was like a legend. He was part of Allentown. Allentown residents are remembering 83-year-old John Connors with flowers, candles, and American flags now lining the sidewalk leading to the place he called home. He gave so much to this community, to those that were unfortunate. Pittsburgh police arrested 24-year-old Jawad Ali after they say he killed Connors by beating him and setting him on fire on the second floor of his home. Investigators say two witnesses helped place Ali at the scene. When police questioned Ali, he told investigators he was staying with Connors for about a week. He also gave police several stories about what happened, telling them he went into Connors' room, saw him lying prone and on fire. Police then asked him why he smelled like kerosene. His response, kerosene fumes got on me. 
In another story, Ali allegedly told police Connors came at him with a screwdriver and he elbowed Connors in the face and then poured kerosene on Connors' body and lit him on fire. No one deserves to have this happen. Connors' niece told Channel 11 they believe police took advantage of his generosity. Neighbors say that's what they will remember, the kind heart he had. Keep him deep in, within our hearts. Terrible, huh? What a mess. 2016, moving on. August, Birmingham, Alabama, a Korean War veteran. Old dude. Young guy attacked him. Birmingham teen indicted in the killing of an elderly Korean War veteran who was stabbed and then set on fire in his North Birmingham backyard. (sighs) Crazy. Horrific. Just targeting the uh, weak and the uh, vulnerable. Oh, this one was crazy. I think some of you may remember this. 2018, July, Louisiana lesbians burned a baby. Sick plot. Woman who burned the girlfriend's baby to death to please her, set to stand trial. And this was an interracial lesbian thing. The black woman, Felicia Marie Nicole Smith, allegedly kidnapped her girlfriend's six-month-old son and burned him to death in 2018. White kid, beautiful little white kid, look at him. Set the kidnapped boy on fire and left him to die on the train tracks, according to police. Mother in Natchitoches, I forget how to pronounce that. Sorry, Southerners, I don't know how to say that. Or whatever you, Indians, American Indian people. Mother in Natchitoches, something like that. Burned baby case to face the death penalty. And look at the, look at the two different photos of the white girl, the white woman in this case. One of them looks kind of skinny, not totally lesbian. And then the other one's kind of fat and, but dressed more like a lady, but lesbian, according to this story. So the, the white woman was involved in this too, maybe. I don't know. Misguided. Who knows? Hannah Nicole Barker. Uh, last one that I have for now. I think I stopped counting in 2019. 2019, uh, February, Palestine, which looks like Palestine. Palestine, Texas. Man who robbed Palestine convenience store set the customer on fire gets life in prison. 41-year-old man at a pit stop. I have this clip, B-roll, of the convenience store fire. They just let, just... He was robbing the place, and he lit him on, lit a, what is it, a woman on fire? I forget. Here's the uh, clip. Uh, it's, a, it's a B-roll. Watch this. Check this out. Clip 11. There he is with his baggy shorts. 41-year-old man dressing like that. Look, they're, like, they're scared they're hiding behind the thing. He told them to get down, and he's spraying this stuff on them. Oh, he taped her up? Duct taped her up? Sprayed all this lighter fluid. This is infuriating, really. So evil. And then he lit the thing. And, like, I'm... Terrible. Crazy. I think she survived. But he gets life in prison. Well, that's good, I guess. I wonder if he'll serve... Look at this girly, big old jacket thing. White jacket with the fluffy, floofy thing. Terrible, huh? So... The point is, like, it's all so, it's all too common. Sick stuff. 
So that's the uh, little thing on black setting lights on fire. This has been the Hake Report, guys. I appreciate it. Um, sorry, callers, I had to plow through that story. I want to cover more stuff later. Uh, that will be tomorrow, I guess. Uh, last track for today from uh, David Meese. What is it? His love is reaching. Hope you like it. Um, see you tomorrow, hopefully. Bye. Ways than I ever knew.